Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey yo, welcome into the CHGO White Sox Podcast Coming to you Okay, not live Happy Black Friday, happy Thanksgiving Happy holidays, folks I'm your host, Sean Anderson Alongside me, the full CHGO White Sox crew That's Vinny Duber You can follow him at Vinny Duber He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer And for diehards out there Vinny's got Obviously, some free pieces uh, covering the latest news, especially the Mike Soroka trade uh, out at All CHG. Mm. Michael Soroka. Uh, I am thankful that you are here to correct me. Yeah. Um, the free ones are up at allchgo.com. This is Alexander Colome all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson Frazier. Jackson Frazier. You didn't have to deal with him. Clint Frazier. Oh, Clint. See, I didn't even recognize. Uh, but diehards, there's a new. Mailbag that you posted to allchgo.com. Uh, if you aren't a diehard, you can join today. Uh, you get that nice little box there. We'll tell you a little bit more about it later on in the show. That's Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. We got one bit we're doing today. One Whole thing. show. Whole show on a numbers draft. I didn't really know how to explain this in the description. I think it's kind of self-explanatory. We're going to have five rounds. 15 numbers will be selected. Jersey numbers. Jersey numbers. Yes. Uh, Vinny will go first. Herb will go second. Uh, I will go third. And as you try to clarify, Tim Anderson, for example, wore two numbers because Jimmy Rollins was wearing seven. Uh, so if you are selecting the number 12, you are only getting Tim Anderson's production for the number 12. The idea is to come up with the best quote-unquote team, mm-hmm. but you get all the guys who had that number in White Sox history. Yes. So we're only probably going to mention a couple of notable ones per number, but you know, the idea being that you're not necessarily just drafting the one best player, you're drafting the best collection of players with each number that you take. And right, I mean the thing too is like if, you know, Carlton Fisk is great, he's a Hall of Famer, but only one person's more 72. So you got to kind of balance, you know. But very good. Right. So if you are taking a guy, you know, 88, only Luis Robert Jr.'s wore that, you know, you got to kind of weigh if you're going to, you know, want somebody with or a number that has a little bit more cachet. Uh, So, again, Vinny's going first. Herb's going second. I'm going third. Any more questions? No. Okay. Uh, Greg Braggs is producing us. Shout out to Greg Braggs. I I know you're ready for Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving happened already. No, Mm. it didn't. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'm full. We what are, are you thinking in the for, future? Uh, we are in the future. Yeah. Or uh, when people see this, it'll be the present. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And there's an odd vibe here. There's like people, like the Cubs are doing their show right now, but it's like dead quiet in here. I feel it's very. The, yeah. It's usually some chatter it's going gloomy on. Gloomy outside. Shows. Yeah. Yesterday it was more gloomy. I'm in an oddly bad mood. I think that's part of it. No. Mm, We're going to try to cheer Brad's yeah, up. That's weird that you're in a bad mood. I'm uh, not saying that we're like. Uh, Sarcastically, it is weird. You're usually in a good mood. Even I know. I'm the stressed. Bears are terrible. I, for whatever reason, I'm stressed out tonight. Right. Well, let's entertain Braggs and get Sean him into a Sean normally can do that. Oh, good. He, he's, he, he makes me laugh. Oh, I'm glad. Ooh. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> you guys are you, fight. You're saying, eh? No, you guys opinion? usually fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, what I'm saying. Right. That's weird. You guys exactly. usually fight. You're like brothers. He gets me going. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's jump into this. Vinny, you got the first pick. Do you want to give a little bit of your strategy, what you're going for? Well, not necessarily. I mean, I'll talk about it, I guess, when I make my picks. But I thought that there was a very clear best uh, best number. And so I'm very happy that I got the number one pick because I would have not I would have been less happy even if I had number two. I'm going with number 14 mm-hmm. because I get both 
Paul Canerco, yep. and Belton Bill Melton. Yep. And so I have home runs for days. Uh, I, I, there are obviously going – there are some numbers that are going to be pay, taken where like 100 guys wore that number. And so, sure, if you're a big fan of whatever random dude wore number 14 in 1980, whatever, then we get him too. But Julio I guess Franco. the point being that I'm taking 14 because of Canerco and Bill Melton, that combination of power hitters – you, you 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 can't beat it. I don't think with one number throughout team history. Even Ted Lyons put on the, uh, fourteen for a bit in, in nineteen thirty one. There were also some guys like you know players that you've heard of from 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 the past who wore like twelve different numbers with the White Sox alone. <laughs> yeah. And so you're really carving up their career and trying to figure that out. But to lead off, I'm going power hitting. I get Canerco. I get Melton. I'm very happy with number fourteen. Now I did offer up my services, uh, Vinny, for. For these numbers as a consultant and, and saying yeah. it in the Gene Honda voice. If you'd like, you go right ahead. But, but you, somebody, but when so we like get down, Bill, so Gene Honda probably wasn't around when Bill Melton was playing. I mean, he was alive, but not as the right. I'm saying as far like, as calling, it's like yeah. I know how it sounds when Gene Honda calls Paul. Canerco. Let's hear it. Yeah, what what would it sound like if Gene Honda was announcing Bill Melton stepping to the plate? Number fourteen. Paul Canerco. It's pretty goddamn good. That's pretty good. That was good, Brax. I was good. expecting that, Brax. That's good. You're going to be busting that. Too. You're going to have to be busting that out a lot the rest of the show. I know. And 14. And, and I was looking to. at that number. Julio Franco, his one year as a White Sox, phenomenal. Like he was 35, and I think he played until he was like in his 50s. But he had an excellent year as a number 14. But yeah, that was my number one pick. I would have picked number 14, and for White Sox is. Uh, established and really great at least for your 14 two of uh ted Lyons, the hall of famer that's one of his worst seasons so. oh wow <laughs> one season there. unbelievable i'm already losing but we're already going backwards but i, I would say this paul canerco obviously a phenomenal career with the white Sox, deserves to have his number up on the board by himself but bill melton one of the better power hitters in team history would not have all been out of place had they decided to pull what the cubs did for number 31 where they retired uh fergie jenkins and greg maddox on the same day if they would have done canerco and, and melton at the same time too definitely would have been deserved i think yeah that would have been cool um hey i mean there's still time yeah, I mean, Bill Melton, you know, can you still get an invite and still get the uh, the number retired? Uh, I feel like the team should do that more often. I don't know if it's always as powerful as Maddox and Fergie Jenkins. But well, there are other teams that have um, that have those kind of rings of honor or whatever that aren't necessarily the same as having numbers retired. So yeah. it's like it's like the elite of the elite have their like numbers retired, and then but we also want to put everybody else's name up in the stadium kind of thing. I like a team sticking to just one of those two things i think so like to have the retired numbers only i think is kind of cool are, are, are you a fan of retired numbers uh, i mean right now we're in 2023 fine 2021 uh 21 23 when all these numbers are retired who the hell is going to have any numbers we have to go to three digits after that like the bears have stopped retiring numbers completely like there's people who deserve their numbers to be retired and the bears like sorry man we got all these damn numbers retired we can't go so i would like the more the ring of honor and then yes if you are like a hall of famer you get your number retired but like for people like before he made the hall of fame harold bain should just had this number up there when he made the hall of fame then his numbers retired kind of thing you know what i mean but there are also franchises who have players who are legendary to those franchises mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily going to be picked by a national voting committee to be in the Hall of Fame. I think definitely Harold Baines would have been a great example had he not been, ended up in the Hall of Fame as a guy who deserved to have his number on the board for White Sox fans, even if Cooperstown wasn't going to acknowledge that, and that the achievement. And the research, too, like, there's not a lot of people in those single digits. Like, there was, like, a couple people, like, six or something that wasn't retired. I looked at the numbers, like, someone's, nobody's worn this jersey in a long, long-ass time, and it's not retired. They just take it out of circulation. It's weird. But, yeah, I would like more, like, a ring of honor. This person was really good. But we keep that number in circulation. But for the Cubs, going back to that, the fact that Sammy Sosa's number is not retired and his name is not in the um, Ring of Honor, it's absolutely 
dumb. He built that stadium. He, I mean, he built that stadium. He built how the Cubs are currently. Like, if you look at where he started in 92, 93, and from on, the attendance went spiked because of Sammy Sosa and what he did with those teams. I was a, a young child growing up in the 90s, and I was a casual fan, and it was very easy to see a blue and red team, because those were my favorite uh, colors, and a dude wearing 21, which is my birth date, uh, and just, I mean, what, he's hitting 60 homers? Like, if Shohei Otani goes to the Cubs, there's going to be a ton of, like, children that are just growing up watching baseball that are going to flock to the Cubs because 17's over there. Um, you guys know the first ever retired number? Ever, For ever? For the White Sox or ever, just in baseball ever. history? First number retired by a team. I would say Babe Ruth. That'd be a good guess. Or is it his teammate, Lou oh, Gehrig? Oh, Lou Gehrig, number Lou four. Because yeah. passed yeah. away. Yeah. July 4, 1939, to be Lou Gehrig Day, uh, on which they retired number four. And that's the one thing, too. Like, I think maybe retired numbers should be only for the special of the special. Like, Lou Gehrig, obviously, like, I mean, just that speech, everything. You know, I mean, he's one of the greatest players of all time. Uh, Clemente, for sure. Uh, maybe Hank Aaron. Jackie Robinson. Jackie, yeah. But so well, you're yeah, basically sure. talking about it should just be done league-wide. I don't know about league-wide, but, like, I don't know all the Yankees. Yeah, like, does Casey Stengel need his jersey he's retired? manager. Yeah, I, I mean, know. that's the does thing, Billy too. Does Martin all, need his number retired? Well, but, it's all, but it's all relative to each franchise, right? Like, you can't go and tell the, uh, the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, you didn't have somebody as good as Lou Gehrig, so you can't retire okay. any numbers. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I'm saying <laughs> I, I favor more Ring of Honor. And, like, gotcha. if you are going to retire numbers, I think it should be, you know, a, a certain level of special. Yes. But I don't know. That's well, we're going to be talking about a lot of retired numbers through the next couple rounds, I would have yes, to man. imagine. Um, before we get to the next one, Herb, uh, just uh, we looked at this up earlier. Uh, numbers weren't invented until 1931, league-wide. Uh, the first radio broadcast was 1921, uh, and in 1960, uh, Cleveland responded to the complaints of scorekeepers, vendors, and fans who couldn't tell who was on the field, became the first team to experiment with uniform numbers, putting each player's lineup position on their sleeve. Um, the experiment only lasted a few weeks. The Cardinals tried something similar seven years later, only for the numbers to be scrapped due to what manager Branch Rickey called continuing embarrassment to the players. Wow. Um, remained taboo, taboo until uh, 1921 were the Yankees were announced that, that we're putting uniforms or numbers on the uniforms because they had Ruth and Gehrig. Three and, and four, yeah. everyone's like, oh, this is great, you know? But that was but that was batting order, order, right? That's yeah, why yeah. they're three and four, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Very cool. Imagine if Babe Ruth was a leadoff hitter. All right, anyway. be number one. Not going to be. That's <laughs> <Great>. true. <laughs> All right, Herb, take us away. And also with your 14, I was looking at that. Ken Boyer, who's a Hall of Famer, wore 14. Ted Lines, as he said, one year. And Larry Doby wore 14 for mm -hmm. the White Sox. I'm going to go, what's my name? Acton Wall 23. But of course, they only had two really special players. Rob Ventura, Jermaine Dye. Jermaine Dye won a Silver Slugger, won the World Series MVP. Rob Ventura in his years where he was a uh, White Sox was one of the best third basemen in the game, won five gold gloves, and is my favorite player growing up. And also in 23 is Gary Peters, who also had a good career with the White Sox. So number 23 will be my choice for the first pick on my numbers draft. I think you missed somebody. There's a big 23 out Stop there. Stop it. Mark Tien, of course. Mark Tien. <laughs> yeah, Mark Tien. You're talking about Arkansas's finest? Arkansas's finest. Uh, all right, so we got a number 23 off the board, and uh, Herb took uh, 14 off the board. Do you want to do the uh, Gene Honda impression? No. Can you do the Gene Honda Robin Ventura, uh, Greg Braggs? Yeah, Greg. Any, or maybe. Uh, or are you going to save it for a special number? I'll, I'll pick that number eventually, Greg. If it's not picked in by these guys, it's been a while since I remember the Gene Hanna call for Robin Ventura, who was a great. Well, usually brewer. it's the number and then his name. Wow, there right. it is, the brother. Yeah, fighting just, right there. But <laughs> see, you're selling short the art of one Gene Honda. Like there, there's different ways he enunciates and the cadence, the, the, the cadence, and and when he peaks for certain players or draws out a certain name. I'm sure we'll get to some here later. Uh, so I'll, I'll try to give it my best shot. Tra travel back into memory lane. Number twenty three, Robin. Now that see that wasn't right. See it, it's okay. number twenty three. Robin Ventura. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I think Greg Braggs is replacing Gene Hunt. See, now the first one, you see how when I lifted on Robin, that wasn't no. right. You got it perfectly. Thank you. That was Ray Clay is what you were doing there. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
moving on. Third pick. Um, you get two in a row. I do get two in a row. Yeah. This is a snake draft. Uh, I'm going to... And I, I said I was going to go off vibes, but he's the best player in franchise history, in my opinion. Oh, you, uh, you're picking that guy? Number 35, Frank oh, Thomas. That's the wrong it's guy. not your opinion, then. <laughs> he is the best player in franchise history. Well, I mean, at least by war, pushes <laughs> up my glass. Uh, by war, there's a better player. Luke Appling, Appling 77 and a half. Old aches and pains? Yeah. Old aches and pains. Old aches yeah. and pains is uh, better than Frank Thomas. I don't know. I think he played the field. I'll take that's Frank Thomas. I mean, too. Um <laughs> Most offensive war, at least. Herb's uh, just trying to argue, and he doesn't even, he has no conviction. No. <laughs> He's just like, no, I'll argue it, but I also don't. Old care. aches and pains. <laughs> hey, old aches and pains didn't make our top 25 Chicago <laughs> athletes of all time. Number 35, Frank Thomas did. Sorry. That's true. It's Greg time to say that. Number 35, Frank Thomas. <laughs> that was, I mean, you held like, on to I, Thomas too much, but the Frank was perfect. You, you you're, I, yeah, I just appreciate the effort. Thank you. It's, you. it's great. You're delivering the energy. This is gonna be the this is gonna be the short, I think, from this that we clip from this. It's just gonna be super cut of, of Braggs doing the doing the announcing. Uh, moving on to my next pick. Um oh, this is tough. I uh I'm gonna go no, I could say that one. Um shoot. I will go with and I'll just take another retired one because these are going to be off by the time. Uh, I'll take 11. I'll take Louis Aparicio. That's a good one. Little Louis. That's yeah. a good one. Um, and, hey, I mean, also, I think, uh, no, I mean, really, no one else stands out, truly. Uh, Bruce Kim, Don Kessinger, uh, anyone? Uh, not really. Jerry Adair. Don Kessinger's one of those guys that wore, like, 10 different numbers for the Sox. <laughs> he was, I was scrolling through them all, and he just kept popping up. <laughs> uh, yeah, 30 and 11 for him, uh, for Don Kessinger. But, yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take number 11. See, that's one of those that, you know, he people just kept on getting that number reissued because Louis, little Louie like stopped playing in the 70s and then that number was still in circulation. And they're like, he was pretty damn good. Let's stop issuing this number out. I don't, when did they retire that? Way after he stopped playing because uh, there was uh, Viscal who wore the- it. Uh, in 2010 to 2011, yeah. Uh, but there was a Rudy Law was the last one. To that was that was done on purpose. Yeah, okay. that was it was Venezuela. brought back for for the Venezuelan shortstop uh, connection there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which I mean it makes sense. I mean I know Vizquel is obviously a lot different, but in time it made sense. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go with one where it's kind of off the board. Uh, number 15, you have three. In, uh, all-star seasons by, um, damn, I forgot his name already, Dick Allen, <laughs> Sandy Alomar Jr., who was on the team 8 million times, Gordon Beckham, Tadahito Oguchi, and for one year, his rookie season, Greg, can you help me out with number 35, but he was number 15, was Frank true. Thomas was number 15 his rookie year, where he had his first hit was a triple at uh, Milwaukee's County Stadium, but he was wearing 15 at that time. So I'm going to go with number 15. I would give it more to Dick Allen than Tadahito Aguchi, uh, Greg, because Dick Allen is should be a Hall of Famer, and his three years with the White Sox were just phenomenal. I don't know why he was traded off this team, uh, but and I don't know why he's not in the Hall of Fame right now before he died. I always like the the weird guys, like the washed up guys, and uh, I mean even George Foster, former MVP, <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, it's it's an underrated number with one of the best players in White Sox history. Even though he only played three years here, his offensive skills that those three years was just on. Like he, I think he led the league in home runs twice in those three years. He was a walking machine. He was on base like 440 percent of the time. Just a great, great baseball player and handled the hot quarter pretty well. It's a good one. It's a good one. I am going to go ahead. Number see. fifteen, Tadahito Aguchi. <laughs> so when I when I went ahead and made my list here, I had all the like. The, the guys who have their numbers retired yeah. and are the only notable ones to have worn that number all at the top. So if I wanted to just go by what I had ranked, that's what I'd do. But I'm not going to do that because it's more fun not to. Mm-hmm. So uh, my next pick, I'm going with number 30, worn by mm-hmm. oh. Maglio Ordonez, oh. as well as Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Tim Raines. I thought you were going to say Nick Swisher. 
No, not a Hall of Famer. He was, though, he was Dirty 30. But uh, I believe the reason that you would go with number 30 here would be uh, for Mags and Tim Raines, who is a Hall of Fame. That's an insanely sick number. Also, uh, Jake Berger, uh, uh, Barron's hitting coach, Nicky Delmonico. There you go. uh, Mark Kotze, Alejandro Deaza, and even David Robertson. How about it? How about it? The Pope Don Paul. So there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of 30s. Uh, Speaking of the Pope Don Paul, that's where I'm going with my next pick. Uh, for my next pick. That's a really good number. I'm going with number 22. Oh, God. So good number. And listen to this. You ready for this? I'm going to go backwards, and I'm going to count down to the guy that Braggs is going to do the announcing for. So the last guy I say, Braggs, that's who you're going to do the announcing for. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to start with the Pope, Don Paul. How about Yvonne Calderon? Awesome. How about Darren Jackson? Yep. How about Jose Valentin? Mm -hmm. How about Richie Zisk? Yep. How about Ed Farmer? Yes. And... Of course. Yeah. Scotty Potts. Greg? Greg? Number 22, Scott Pudsednik. <laughs> it's right on, man. It's like he's playing it off the computer. That was good. And can you, do, I mean, can you give Vinny's first pick in this round, too? Because he wrote oh, it Max. down. Mags. With oh. The- uh, number 30, Maglio Ordonez. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I'm not, it's not going to. It's go. the winning. It's, of, it's, the, it's, it's not like the reason we did this draft was just to hear Bragg's. I had no idea he could do a Gene Hunter. He's, he's a Cub fan, aren't you? Yeah. And you just grew up with Gene Hunter. I went to a lot of White Sox games growing up, and a lot of my childhood was going to White Sox games. And you've been uh, watching Frank the Maui? Thomas, Bo Jackson. Uh, yeah, he's been at. You know, he's Maui. He's doing the voice the Maui of the Final Four, Big Ten yeah. basketball, yeah. Big Ten championships. Greg would buy um, football. Gene, ha- Gene Honda's a Greg legend. wouldn't know about the Final Four. Wow. He's wearing le- a Perdon shirt now right I'm, there. Now I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you will get nothing else. No more laughter from me. I'm going to go again, go off the board of like these popular numbers. And Vinny's taking all the good ones. Sean's got all the good ones, too. I'm going ni- number 19. We got Floyd Bannister. That's uh, Brian's dad. Thank you. Uh, Greg Luzinski. Uh, happy belated birthday to Greg Luzinski. It was on Wednesday. Congratulations, Greg Luzinski. I think he's 73 now. Um, Bruce Howard, George Dickey. But, of course, it's retired for Billy Pierce. So I'm going to go with number 19, Billy Pierce. He is not around when Gene Honda was announcing. (laughs) Correct. And a pitcher. Yes. You don't really – I mean, he does it every game, but people don't – it doesn't stick in your memory like all the hitters, right? Because obviously you're hearing that every time they come to the plate. But you only get it once with the starting pitcher or or when the reliever comes in. So we don't have those fond – I mean, even if someone like Burley or Garland Mm -hmm. or or John Danks who were around for a long time – we don't know that, but of course we can all do right. Tadahito. It's the repetitiveness <laughs> of the four right. at-bats. Mm-hmm. And since Vinny established that the number that he wore, this person wore, is only for the year that he wore it, I was going to go with Red Faber, which is also a 19, but the year he wore it was the second to last year, and he was shit. And so he changed it back <laughs> to his old number, which I think it was 33. He was still trash, and he just retired. <laughs> and before that, I don't think there was numbers. So he's like, all right. They're like, hey, Red, you got to pick a number now. He's like 33. And then he's like, I don't like 33. And then 32. And then he sucked. And then 33 again. Then he sucked again. He's like, I'm done playing baseball. These newfangled numbers. When I played, you just put the uniform on. The big, huge coat on. That's how Red Made of wool. That's how he sounded. You're good friends. Oh, me and Red go back. Bragg's Bragg's does a dead-on Gene Honda impression. Herb does a dead-on Red Red, Red, Red Faber impression. (laughs) Uh, Next up. My next pick, final round of round three. It's a legendary number. Leary Garcia wore it from 2013 <laughs> to 2022. Dwayne Wise wore it from 2012 to 2013. D'Angelo Jimenez. I didn't even wore have it. this in my top 37. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I did. Never mind. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say. Joey Cora uh, in 1992. Not to for any of these people, though. Uh, well, yeah, the reason to take it. Because uh, hey, it's good vibes. Obviously, you get Leary, you get Zach Remillard, you get Trace Thompson in there. Uh, but but of mainly, Wilbur Wood uh, from 1967 to 1978. Uh, he'll do most of the carrying for war. Uh, but hey, I, I also love getting Leary in there. So I'll take number 28. Uh, to recap so far, Vinny has 14, 30, and 22. Pretty solid. Herb has 23, 15, and 19. I have 35, 11, and 28. I'm not sure if this one's going to be back for my final pick. You got to start picking ones that multiple people wore. Give me number one. 
for Adam Eaton? For Adam Eaton, Elvis Andrews, Nick Madrigal, Kosuke Fukudomi, Juan Pierre, Scott Pods for uh, Scotty Pods for a little bit, Willie Harris, Kenny Lofton, Lance Johnson, and the best player to wear it, Jim Landis. Sean, that's a pretty bad pick. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> Can we get at least uh, Lance Johnson? Was he around? For yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Oh, one dog. But, one but dog again, was this is like memory really? lane. So, I mean, feel free the, to go the, off the board. The, and the give one us Pierre, the one like. dog, the one dog. <laughs> no, I, the one dog's my childhood. So, uh, number one, Lance Johnson. <laughs> there it is. Pretty spot on. Ooh, even a 1966 uh, rookie of the year, Tommy Agee. Not a hundred percent confident that that's the influx. No, that sounded, sounded good. I mean, it was good. Um, I, I like my number one pick. Uh, a five-time gold glover, Jim Landis. Let's go. Oh, and, and Nick Madrigal. And Nick Madrigal and Kosuke Fukudomi well. and Juan Pierre. That, I mean, those are just guys. That's just guy after guy after guy. <laughs> Herb, what do you got? I'm going to go, again, off the board. Um, to a number of my childhood, as Bragg says, I used to go to White Sox games as a child and hear this number often because he was the best pitcher on the White Sox during my early White Sox listening or watching and go with number 29. Jeff Black- Samarja? <laughs> Jeff Samarja, Blackjack <laughs> McDowell. We got Keith Folk for three years. I mean, he was pretty dominant during uh, the young the young times. So- Whole lot of Greg Walker at number 29, oh. too, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, sorry, Greg Walker was a good hitter, not a good pit, uh, batting coach. So, yeah, number 29. You got anything for Blackjack McDowell? Nope. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, because he only said it, like as Vinny says, he only said it at the beginning of the thing, like warming up the bullpen, Jack McDowell. Right. I think Burley's the only one, you know, that. that Number 56, Mark Burley. Burley. Yeah, it was more like. Yeah, you could say it because we're probably not going to pick that one. No, we're not going to pick that one. Also, number one, Jerry Reinsdorf's son, Ken Williams. He wore wore several numbers numbers as well. One sixteen. He's back the last to one, one to wear six, right? Seven. Yeah. Uh, no, he didn't wear six. I what, thought he, he did. Who was he the last 16? one to wear that, he, that then got retired? Sixteen. I thought I saw that he was. He's the last person yeah. to wear a number that was then retired. Oh, Ted for Ted. Lyons. Yeah, sixteen. Okay. So Kent. Yeah, and then uh, Julio Cruz wore that number two. All right. So these are my final two picks, and I know which one I'm going to do. And this is strictly like you said, Sean, for vibes. I'm going with number eight. Okay. Which gets me Bo Jackson and Albert Bell. This, if this good. is an actual team that I'm assembling, it's going to hit the most home runs in the history of baseball. <laughs> and Carl Everett, who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. That's true. I didn't do it for Carl Everett, but I did it for Bo Jackson and Albert Bell. Uh, Albert Bell still obviously holds the franchise single season home run record, and Bo Jackson is like the coolest baseball player ever. You're so. being real, real picky and choosy. I mean, even Daryl Boston's on this list, if we're giving Greg Walker a shout-out. I didn't do it for them, though, Sean. Uh, Alex Cintron. <laughs> I didn't do it for Alex Cintron. I would have done it for Alex Cintron. And then I've got to make one final choice here. Mm. There's a lot, lot of different directions I could go here. But I think I'm going to go with number 31. Ooh. Because it gets me not only... Our guy, Liam Hendricks, who uh, is no longer a White Sox. But the Hoyts, Hoyt Wilhelm and Lamar Hoyt. I needed some pitching on this team, and now I've got it in a pair of Hoyts. And that's the only people you've done it for? And Liam Hendricks. Not Steve Ciszek? Not Steve Ciszek. Alex Avila? (laughs) Avila. Avila. (laughs) Uh, Ben Davis, Jose Canseco? There you go. Come on. Even Rad, Scott Radinsky. So there you go. That's my team. That's Ian's brother-in-law, I believe. Radinsky? Yeah. Huh. Uh, Vinny's team is number 14, number 30, number 22, number 8, and number 31. I'm going to go with number 5, Frank Thomas. No. Um, Marcus Simeon for his brief time as a White Sox, where he wasn't as good as he is now. Yolmer Sanchez won a gold glove, then got a And was promptly non-tendered. Yep. Yes. Um, then, of course, number 5, when you think of the White Sox, I, it's, as my childhood, Ray Durham. And then if you are a World Series f- person, Juan Uribe. Oh, I this mean, is the one we've been waiting for from Braggs. So can you give me a Ray Durham number five uh, Gene Honda impersonation? That's no. not the one we've been waiting Juan for. Juan Uribe. No. Yes. Are you kidding? Number five That's is That's the Gene Honda name. Uh, boo. Give me both of them. I'll double dip for you. <laughs> Thank you. Number five, Ray 
Durham. I don't think that was right. Rock and Ray, that's first. All that right. Works. And then who's our other one? Juan Uribe. Juan Uribe. Okay. Number five, Juan Uribe. I feel like he's in the room. I, th- I think it was an ooh. It was more of an I ooh. I felt more like, confident that that's how the Uri- the Uribe went. Like but John Miller not as say, much yeah. with he, Ray Durham. Yeah. Now, betting, now betting for the White Sox. Number five, Juan Uribe. Yeah. Uribe? Yeah. Did I, did I butcher it by no. saying Uribe? You said his name right. Yeah, you, you pronounced his name right, but I, Gene always used to say Uribe. Okay. See, I but like. I gotta, I gotta have that. I gotta, make, you know what I you mean. You gotta like, gene it up. Right. It's gotta be the most gotta, spot on impersonation. Gotta smoke like three or four more packs. You gotta get there. If you're gonna be Gene Honda. I'm not sure if that's how he got to have the. I vote. mean, sorry, one, <laughs> one pack of smokes. All right, Sean. Last oh, pick. I, oh yeah, you just took number five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last pick. I am so happy that three wasn't picked. Um, it's tough because 88, Do you? how long will Robert be a White Sox, right? Am I trying to it's To what he's done future? to the point, to this point. Pretty good. Uh, I love 56 for many reasons, but obviously Burley is my guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be berated. Hey, man, if that's your I pick, think, that's your pick. Maybe these are some some horrendous vibes here I'm gonna go number we didn't take a single ad break I'm gonna take number 33 uh you're gonna get Lance Lynn you're gonna get James Shields you're gonna get Zach Duke Dylan Axelrod these are not the people that you Edwin want Jackson for number 33. Javier uh, Vasquez you're not saying the wrong person Aaron Rowan <laughs> thank you I was getting there Mike Sorotka uh Sorotka Sorotka yeah right. there you go um and even uh, Marvin Freeman, the the legend, former uh, for, former Braves legend, Marvin Freeman. What about Steve Trout? Uh, and Steve Trout, I was getting there. I was going down. Uh, I, once, the, the I once got drunk with Steve Trout, but I'm sure many have that same story. Almost. You no, once he you, once you got can't it. Oh, can't you once leave the story right there, Greg Braggs. Let's let's hear it. Well, it was at a Cubs convention because he did play for both the Cubs and Sox, and it was a late night. You know, it used to be at the Hilton, mm-hmm. and he was at the bar, and. We were like hanging out near each other, and before you knew it, we were best friends. And we were we basically <laughs> closed down the bar. And he may or may not have suggested we go do more things after the bar. Wow. And we were like, Steve, it's we got to call it a night. <laughs> he was not ready to call it a night. Steve was ready to have a good time. Greg's over here <laughs> breaking balls and into the night. And my one friend who was crazy put him in a surprise headlock, a friendly surprise headlock. <laughs> and the look on Steve's face when this occurred was classic. <laughs> I, mean, I don't classic. know how you'd be putting a headlock and not be kind of miffed. Yeah, he was miffed. Yeah, I was like, hey, I don't know you that well. And if I knew you that well, Great still dude. don't put me in a headlock, jerk. Great dude. First uh, first round pick, too, Steve Trout uh, from Thornwood High School. All right. Um, that's the that's the draft. That's the draft. We got Number 33, Mike Soraka. There you, you go. Know Aaron Rowan? Nah, I, I, wa- I really wanted to give Soraka a roll there. <laughs> right. yeah, he I deserved feel, it. I feel bad for Mike Soraka. Really bad. Why? Because pretty much they gave away damaged goods. His last pitch, I think, was against the Seattle Mariners in the playoffs. They traded him from David Willis in that offseason. The Blue Jays were like, this dude's not, his elbow's gone. What are you doing? And Kenny's like, hey, do your due diligence. Thank you for David Wells. Bye. And Mike Soraka never pitched a, another major league pitch Damn. ever again. That sucks. Yeah. Um, and he was pretty good for the White Sox. I think it was an all-star. Why would the White Sox Sorotka surrendered the sole career hit to country music superstar Garth Brooks? In um, spring, spring training. training. What? Garth Brooks used to do spring training. Yeah. He did, I think, the Padres, right? Yeah. He did it a few times. Yeah. But yeah. You don't know this? He used to go play in spring training because he, he was training, famous. And yeah. remember he was Chris Gaines for like a second? Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah, he's yeah. a weird guy. What the fuck? Yeah. And then got married to Trish Yearwood. Okay. Trish Yearwood. I did not know Garth Brooks was yeah. hitting. Okay. Thunder Rolls. Want to let people know about Hero Bread? Because uh, we should probably take an ad break at some point, and then we'll recap the draft. Uh, and then, uh, Greg, if you want to check uh, Slack, you'll, you'll get our little graphic. All right. I started eating Hero Bread because I am a type 2 diabetic, and I didn't want to give up all the good stuff, like the breads, the wraps, the quesadillas, and Hero Bread hooks me up with that. And if you are a person out there looking just to have a delicious meal with zero net carbs, like the flour tortillas have, Hero Bread will not let you down. If you need a low-carb option to fit your lifestyle or dietary constraints, Founder Cole Glass picked 100 muffins per day 
before he found the perfect blend that fits his dietary constraints. That's why he pushed for starting the Hero Bread Company. I know that when I mentioned zero net carbs and 15 grams of protein and 80 calories per flour tortilla, you're like, Herb, how does that taste? Tastes just like your favorite flour tortilla that you're eating now. In my opinion, a little bit better because I know what I'm putting in my body is better for my body than those regular ones, especially with the zero net carbs. You get a discount code if you go as a first-time buyer, CHGO, put in the discount code, you get 10% off at Hero.co. Hero also makes sliced breads, which I think Sean likes because Mm -hmm. he made himself some delicious avocado toast with some avocado spread and I think some bacon on top. It looked really delicious. And they also have tortillas, as I said. They're available at Hero.co and on Amazon. Fewer calories than the leading national brand, as I said. Five to 10 grams per protein per serving. Like I said, there's 15 grams in those flour tortillas. I looked on the package. It's 15 grams. Good for your body. Good for your health. Right now, Hero Bread is offering CHGO fam 10% off your first order. Just go to Hero.co and use our code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O for Hero Bread. 10% off today. Ooh, it's my turn. Uh, Want to let you know about our friends over at Ray CDJR, uh, Greg, and the CHGO Bears team, along with fun. Cole Komet. Yeah, it was up in uh, Fox Lake to visit Ray Auto, both Ray Chevy and Ray CDJR, for their Toys for Tots uh, event. It went really well, so uh, we are very, very proud that the Ray Auto family is a part of our family. If you are in the market for a new vehicle, uh, go check out our friends over at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake at Ray CDJR. CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during the Black Friday sales event at Ray CDJR in Fox Lake, you'll get 0% financing on select new models all month long. And that's not all. Coming up to the end of the month. So act now. Just for listening, you can get a free oil change when you mention CHGO at the service center or mention CHGO when you book online at RayCDJR slash service. So if you are in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit RayCDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com, serving the community since 1963. All right, Greg, how long are we into the show? 36 minutes. Okay. All right. We'll take that. Uh, why don't you flash the draft here, Greg? Uh, we'll recap it. Uh, we'll take another ad break. flash in. you? <laughs> Just the graphic. Don't flash me. Uh, Vinny had the first pick. He took number 14. His second pick was number 30. His third pick was number 22. His fourth pick was number 8. And his fifth pick was number 31. Herb took number 23 first, number 15 second, number 19 third, Number 29, fourth, and number five, last. And I went number 35, number 11, number 28, number one, and number 33. So I had the worst pick with 28? No, no, no. 28 was fine. Oh, number one, one was bad? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, there was like, there's not like a franchise great in that, in that number one list. I said Elvis Andres' name. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he wear a different number while he was a White Sox too? Uh, 21, I think. Okay. I, yeah, I thought or like he wore like two something. numbers. Yeah. Um, but even myself, I'm going to concede that Vinny smashed this draft. I mean, getting getting 14 is just like, it's the best number in White Sox history. And then when he followed up with 30 and 22, 22 was going to be my third pick. But Vinny, of course, took it. Because all those good people, as I worked with Ed and DJ, they used to make that joke all the time of them having 22. Ah, oh, God, just, yeah, he had a better draft than I did. I know that. I want an eight. And then you want so, an eight? Yeah. yeah so I, I should have maybe left one on the board and uh, took eight. <laughs> you had you, you had, had four eight. chances to take eight. Sean. Oh, I did. Uh, any honorable mentions? Well, I I, we, oh, if you, I've got a whole list. Let's if you want to do, do, if you want to do that at, but now or before, after the next ad break, what do you no, want? Let's do it now. All right, here I we mean, go. Because the ad break will just end the show. Sure. Okay. So obviously, no one took four. Luke Appling, who we talked about. No one took three, Harold Baines. No one took nine, Minnie Mignoso. No one took 79, Jose Abreu. No one took 72, Carlton Fisk. No one took two, Nellie Fox. And then when you get down a little bit, how about number 49, worn by both Chris Sale and Richard Dotson. Uh, Here's one, number 17, both Carlos May and Chico. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly. Carrasquel. And Ken Griffey Jr. (laughs) And Chris Getz. (laughs) And Ross Glode. Uh, 
No one took uh, 56, right? You didn't take 56, nope. Sean, right? So no one took Mark Burley. Uh, how about this one? Uh, 45, Carlos, Carlos Lee, Lee and Bobby Jenks. Uh, number uh, 20. And? And? Who? Michael Jordan, I guess, Michael if you want to count that. Jeffrey yeah, are we doing, are we doing Birmingham Barons numbers <laughs> as well now? No. You don't leave out Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, you yes, do. you do. You do, and he didn't play for the team. <laughs> Listen, guys. Hey, I just turned 45, and I didn't put that as my number because I know he wasn't a professional. No. Just because White a bunch Sox. of people got it on jerseys to wear around the ballpark doesn't mean that he actually played for the team. Still a cool He's a Birmingham Trust you know, me. But Michael Jordan had as many Major League at bats as Garth Brooks did. And yeah. me. <laughs> they did play an exhibition at Wrigley, though, yeah. well, and he Garth, got a hit. Garth Brooks got a hit in an exhibition game. Oh, <laughs> Michael you know Jordan uh, got the Garth Brooks treatment. He did get the Garth Brooks treatment. Uh, number 25, Jim Tomey and Tommy John, mm. who had a long White Sox career. Uh, number 10, Alexei, Shingo, and the always mentioned in all record book situations, Sherm Lawler. Uh, but, yeah, there were some other ones. Oh, 24, early win. Joe Creedy, Mike Cameron, and uh, a little Floyd Bannister action on 24 also. So there were, there were some ones in there. Uh, ooh, and here was a good one I liked, too. Number 44, uh, Jet, Jake Peavy, of course, Dan Pasqua, and Chet Lemon. All right, yes. so who were the number 13s? Ozzie Guillen. And a who, bunch of other people. Well, I'm just saying, like, who else? Like, Nafee yeah. per, was Nafee Perez? He was on the Cubs. It, he never was a <laughs> white he wasn't, six. Uh, yeah. He wasn't Not a white a lot, there, Well, there's like a million both Cubs and White Sox. I thought for sure. That's true. And one of them. Hold on. I had one of them written down. Not a lot of. uh, Willie Harris. Yeah, not a lot of 13s. Willie Harris, number 13. For real quick. I think Ozzy might have worn. Ozzy wore it for 12 years. I think if you combined all the people that wore 13, I think Ozzy wore it for 12 years and no one else. Well, he wore it for 12 years playing and then wore it for another many as the manager. I've only counted eight years of 13 other than Ozzy. Right. So. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with the number. I, you know what I also cursed, just realized? But. I took number 22. You know who I forgot to mention? Ooh. Tony La Russa. Oh, hmm. That's true. But managers don't count on the list. That's the. <laughs> Here's that's one the last one for you. Num- number 32, Alex Fernandez, Steve Carlton, and one of those great Crosstown players, Greg, Steve Stone. Mm. Uh, we know Sammy mentioned, too. Oh, was, he was Sammy. not 21. Believe on the uh, on the White 25. Sox. Yeah, twenty five. So Andrew so. Vaughn, Otis Mir Despanier, Ryan Lemaire, oh, Cody oh, Ashy. Yeah. You know, all the stars. Adam LaRoche, Andrew Jones, obviously who's Jim Tomey? Um <laughs> anyways, uh little quiz. What uniform number was wore the most? It's a good question. I have the I answer. would say it would be a low number, so I would say like number seven. I'll no. go go with ten. No? Mm-hmm. A little higher. A little higher than 10? Than 7. 12. Keep Four. going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 15. All right. Uh, maybe I should give you a hint. Uh, <laughs> give us some guys who wore it. It was worn twice in 2023. Oh, boy. By two separate players. I know who. Th- I saw this earlier today. One of them was Brent Honeywell, who wore no, 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 no not no, that no, high, no, not, okay. not that one, not that one. Uh, Brent Honeywell and Tyron Naquin both right? wore forty six. Oh, yeah. forty six. There you yeah. go. Oh wow, what a what a stretch from twenty nineteen <laughs> to twenty twenty three for forty six. Avon Nova, Craig Kimbrell, Mark Payton, Brent Honeywell Jr., and Tyler Naquin. Oh, local product, Mark oh. Payton. <laughs> Where is he from? I don't Rita, know which Rita, yeah. which uh, which uh, number was worn the most in White Sox history, Sean. You don't want to guess? I don't. Guess? Like uh, you said, f- higher than fifteen, so I'll say seventeen. One w- one of the twenty sixes uh, had a very tough time at the plate. You said twenty six. Is it twenty six? <laughs> oh, you said twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> It was Corey Lee and Hanser Alberto. Corey Lee and Hanser Alberto. Uh, so how go. many times has 26 been worn? 60. Whoa. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, Stop not picking 26. I think uh, not cursed. Good, is it cursed or is there, are there okay guys who wore 26? I don't 26? know. Uh, I mean, Octavio Dotel, 2008 Solid. to 2009. Avisel, uh, oh, 2013 yeah, to 2018. All star, obviously. Uh, obviously, El Duque, uh, 2005 year. Yeah. Uh, Ross Glode. G Lode. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good run right there. Ross Glode in 2004, El Duque in 2005, and then Sandy Elmar in 2006. But the thing is, 
Duque wasn't really good during the regular season, but he made up for it, of course, in that one playoff. Uh, He's on the statue, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, I truly could not care less on what any of those guys did or didn't no, do I'm in the regular say, season. I'm just saying, like, that was a very controversial move that he made the playoff roster, and it was a right move that, of course, the White Sox uh, – I forgot who made it. It was either Kenny Williams or Ozzie Guillen, and the other did not like it. And then it turned out to be aces. Because I think it was uh, uh, Ozzie's like, Duque has a playoff experience. He'll show up for me, and he'll do a good job, and he did. Um, Nelly Fox also wore 26 for a brief second uh, to start his career. He wasn't that great, but uh, he did finish 17th and 7th in the... MVP voting and was uh, twice all-star at 26 too. Um, I think the next number that was wore the most was 55. Uh, Carlos Rodon. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, like the m- amount of people oh. that wore it was 55. Now I'm trying to find that, that number, and I don't know where that tab went. Cool. Um, love technology. What the hell? Okay. Um, next number to be retired, is there going to be one? Is it Ozzy? 79. Correct, but I think that if you got this number out of circulation, like the last person who's worn number 13 is Willie Harrison, 2003. If you have that out of circulation and no one's picking it, retire that number. I mean, I, he's not the last person to wear it. Ozzy Ward in 2011. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying last person player to wear it. But obviously no one, no players coming to the White Sox and taking 13. There's a reason why they're not taking 13. Ozzy was a pretty good player as a White Sox, a pretty good manager, his number should be retired as they should have a whole ceremony for doing things like that. I mean, who in the history of White Sox lore, can you tell the story of it without Ozzy Guillen? No, you can't. So as you see on the screen, the man says, give him a thumb up, thumbs up and retire his number. Perhaps two, uh, two years from now. It'd be the 20th anniversary of, the, uh, of the World Series team. God, That'd be cool. Old. I mean, again, I, I love Ozzy. I would be very happy for him to be in a ring of honor. I don't know if, again, he needs the jersey retired. Rookie of the year. His, his shortstop play as a White Sox was unparalleled. Most defensive as, war. Yeah. He's just a uh, continuing the Venezuelan shortstop tradition and as the White Sox. As we have a Cuban connection, we also have a Venezuelan connection. And so I think there's he's in, just as important to the White Sox. Not as, as important as Frank, but in that same realm, like Ozzie Guillen is, should be revered and should have a, a statue firstly and then secondly his number retired because they're not putting it in circulation so there's a reason why they're not doing it and there should be some recognition for his greatness that he's contributed to this team who's only made the playoffs 11 times i don't know if you guys know that he's made it twice <laughs> does a bray make it oh yeah I, he certainly deserves oh, yeah. to i mean it's yeah. a, it's it's a oh yeah a number you can retire because nobody's walking in and be like oh my, my i mean lucky number 79 i mean he's not going to be he's not going to be retired from baseball until after the 2025 season at the earliest that's right. when his contract with the astros runs out so um it can still be several years from now but i would have to imagine the, the way that the way that him and jerry would talk about each other you would think that uh, he was a, a a favorite of the owner as well yeah and when which Jer- obviously ozzy is too so. and when harold baines got traded to the rangers jerry retired that number immediately because he loved him and so i would expect that to be the same thing but it didn't happen as yet i was expecting it when he came back in may of this 2023 season that hey we're gonna retire jose abreu's number because he was so great to the organization i don't know what this means i don't even know why i'm giving him credit but you see, like, Martellus Bennett react to the Bears and, like, say that it, it goes up to the owners. I don't think we've heard a lot about – I mean, I can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, players, players bad-mouthing Jerry. Players love Jerry Reinsdorf. I mean – People so. who work for Jerry Reinsdorf love Jerry Reinsdorf. Well, that's because he's so loyal. Hey. It's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It's a gift and a curse. He's got your back. It is a gift and a curse. It's great to work for Jerry Reinsdorf, but it's – not great sometimes to cheer for Jerry Reinsdorf's teams. If you got Jerry Reinsdorf on your side, you got a good ally. Um, Number 79, Jose Abreu. <laughs> Perfect. He nailed it. Spot on. He nailed it. See? <laughs> Spot Look, on. Lawrence really missed good. the whole rest of the show prior. So. <laughs> oh, he's done that a lot of them, first time. Lawrence. That was done. like the 10th or 12th one he's done. Oh, it's, it's so great. <laughs> he gave us a Frank Thomas one, too, earlier. All right. Uh, final question. We'll take another ad break. Uh, 26 has been worn 60 times. Uh, four numbers have been worn more than 50 times. So 26, obviously 60 times. Do you know the other three? No. No. Okay. Uh, 36, which was worn 55 times. 
Uh, Your man. Kevan Smith. Kevan Smith. Right. <laughs> the uh, most notable one, of course. 27, which was worth 52 times. I don't Lucas Giolito. Yeah, oh. Gio. Deonor Navarro. Uh, Leary for a bit, too. Uh, Ramon Castro, who caught Mark Burley's perfect game. And Jeff Blum in the... Uh, in the uh, World Series year. The Blummer. And then 25, which we've brought up already uh, with legends like... Ryan Lamar. Joe Barchard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, let's take another... Oh, and Bobby Bonds. Uh, let's take another break. And Tommy John. All right. Uh, let's take another break and uh, get out of here. Herb, uh, I'll let you know... I'll let you have people know about Midtown Athletic Club in just a second, but I want to let you know about Empire Today, 588 Two three hundred Empire. Look at you guys. Uh, why pull the jingle from YouTube and like play it? You know, have a little soundbite of them singing it when you guys can sing it. Exactly. Do a, do a I mean, it's ingrained job. in our brains. We know it. <laughs> they did a good job. Yes, they. I did. think they teach you that. I, you know, when you're a kid in elementary school and you go to you're at music class and you sing little songs. <laughs> I think in the Chicagoland area, that's they teach the kids the Empire jingle. That and the Luna one and Danley's. <laughs> what Danley's garage. I don't know that one. Okay. Danley's Garage World, Danley's. Bob <laughs> Roarman. No, boy. Uh, with Empire Today, you get shop and home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats, but Empire can't be beaten on quality service and speed. So, competitors will advertise low quality products that Empire simply won't carry. Empire won't promise the lowest price because anyone who does is putting flooring in your house that they wouldn't put in theirs. Empire keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection, and their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. They're the experts. They know what's going to look good in your phone home. Just trust Empire. Uh, our Virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's easy for you. Just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room. So schedule free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off. Uh, it's a discount when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code CHGO at empiretoday.com slash CHGO. Midtown Athletic Club has four Chicagoland locations, one in Palatine in the northwest suburbs, Bannockburn on the North Shore, Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs, and of course, the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Midtown Palatine, Midtown Palatine has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete by early 2024, but listeners can lock in rates right now before the end of the year. Something at the clubs for everybody. If you're a single person, if you're a family with kids, they have a child care included with the package. Also, people looking to make lifestyle changes or holistic wellness. It's awesome for you. And as I said before, it's not just a athletic club. To say that is selling it short. Seriously, go and schedule a tour today and you'll see exactly what I mean. Midtown Chicago has been called the nicest fitness club that people have ever been to. And I can uh, vouch for that because this past Monday I went there and I was like blown away about how great it is. Parking is awesome. Three hours parking for guests, three hours parking for people who are joining the club for free. And in Chicago, you know, that's a huge deal. Super luxe locker rooms with wet and dry saunas and premium amenities, amazing outdoor and indoor in pools and hot tubs, a collection of boutique fitness studios and more than a hundred classes. Um, this isn't gym quality, as I said. It's boutique fitness that you're signing up for. They have seven uh, classrooms. I think it's the arena, Samadhi for yoga, Everybody Fights for Boxing, Ride for Spin Cycling, the field for cross training, and the theater for group exercises. They have the best tennis courts. And this is pretty much what they were built off of, being a great tennis facility. And they have Midtown has indoor and outdoor tennis facilities, uh, pickleball and paddleball courts, USTA professional quality all the way. Right now, what you need to do is head over to midtown.com slash CHGO to find out more and to schedule a tour for Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. I have been to the one in Chicago. I prefer that one. But if you're in the Palatine, Bannockburn, or Willowbrook area, schedule one for you today. I'm still shocked that Garth Brooks was doing spring training with the Mets and Padres. Yeah. Uh, very weird. That's what happens when you write a great song. I guess. You know, maybe there's two. Thunder Rolls is pretty good. Friends in Low Places. 
I only know those two, but they're pretty decent. Yeah. Want to let you know about Foco. Get fit in the best sports gear around. They got hoodie, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. They got some very cool uh, bobbleheads up there for Hawks fans, Bears fans. So go check them out, especially with the upcoming holidays. You know what we should request from them? The Benintendi thing? A Chris Gaines Padres bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> See if they can make that. They might. Soul patch. He looks like Larry Walker. Like there's a like I, I looked up a, Chris Gaines a, or, or Garth Brooks both they're, they're two different, different guys. people Sean no they're not they're two different guys well not in this one but he, it just looks like Garth Brooks in a Padres uniform. yeah yeah right Chris Gaines has a soul patch <laughs> when uh here this one this this one where he's got the 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 goatee kind of looks like a little bit like Larry you Walker. know what he'd look like if he had the soul pa- if Chris Gaines was playing he'd look like Ryan Klesko <laughs> <laughs> former Padres great former Padres Padre. great they'd blend in together that's yeah. why they created uniform numbers back in 1929 <laughs> uh, but they've donated some lovely set decorations for us there's some of the coolest bobbleheads we've seen uh, that Southpaw one behind Herb if you can see it the TA Redline one mm-hmm. so go check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items use the promo code CHGO10 for 10% off. It is also Black Friday. Shirts are up to 90% off. Uh, team gear is at least 20% off. CHGO gear is 33% off. Hats and hoodies. This is this is for us, not at FOCO. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Black Friday. I, 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 I'm sorry. I, ended, I tried to end the, the FOCO read. What's that? No, I'm just saying. Hats. Yeah. $10 oh. off. Uh, so Black Friday up at our website, CHGO Locker. Dot com uh, hats and hoodies ten dollars off spend seventy five dollars or more and you can receive a fifteen dollar gift card and more so go check out the Black Friday uh, sale that we have going on at chgolocker.com. Uh, any final thoughts? I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't get a better number. I should have got um, some of the numbers that Vinny stole later on earlier in the draft, but I was just two transfixed on twenty three. I was like, somebody's going to take my twenty three. And I got to take that first. I, it's, it's not a value pick right there. I, I should have just <laughs> gone for a better. Like 22 was just a much better number than 23 because there's only two people in 23. 22's got a bunch of people up and down the row. You keep really selling your man short. Who? Andrew Benatendi. I mean, just <laughs> mention those two. I mean, he's wearing 23 right now. It's a now. weird thing. Like, every time a player comes to the White Sox and wears 23, he's like, I'm a fan. I was actually a fan of Mark Tien before he got here. And if he was still playing, he would be a White Sox because he's a former Royal, came over here. But uh, he was not a good White Sox. And well, neither was uh, the current 23 who was a former White Sox, or former Royal, Andrew Benintendi. He's well, got four more years to prove it. What was your number when you guys won the softball championship, Herb? Zero. Number zero, Herb Lawrence. <laughs> I would, what happened to Gene? I'm about to say Gene, Gene was sad there. <laughs> can you at least give me, like, number can zero, you, can you give me some, Herb Lawrence? There we go. Can you give me some Ron Karkovice? Number 20, Officer Ron Karkovice. Number 20? Yeah. It's been a while since old Karko. <laughs> number 20, Ron Karkovice. <laughs> Spot on. How about you, Sean? What was your number? Uh, 42, because it's not retired and. Soft Ron Kittle. <laughs> Number 42, Sean Anderson. Vinny didn't play. Vinny, Vinny didn't he played last over. year. Did you? I, yeah, he played last once. year. Oh, yeah, one game. I yeah. missed that. Normally, we ha- I had to be at the ballpark mm-hmm. during softball right. season, so yeah. You want it? He got a ring you like um, it, I don't even know Ricky Renteria got a Cubs ring. <laughs> yeah, they're right. Oh, I didn't actually have a number. I just said. Oh. I just get to come up with yeah, one? Just make, pick a number. Give me 12. Number 12, Vinny Duber. And we didn't pick 12 either, right? Uh, AJ no. and uh, no one, uh, no Connor one. Gillespie. <laughs> no 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's wrap this up. What? No, I'm just saying oh. 12 was decent. AJ was pretty damn good. I mean, there's still, re- I mean, like Mini Mignoso, I would probably pick over 12. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you should. Right. And yeah, all yeah. those other retired ones. Yeah, right. I don't, know, I don't know if AJ's really selling me on that one. I try uh, to stay away from the retired ones. That was my thing. Like, you know, they're already good and they're probably being out of circulation for a while. But Mini Mignoso is a good one because he wore it for so long through so many decades. Mr. White Sox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuban Comet. What? He's talking to somebody. Did you say stall? Yeah, yeah. stall for a second. Why? I can't wrap you, up the show. Because we're going to wrap the show, but I need a mouse that actually works to oh, end sh- it. Yeah, Sean. All right. Well, we're going to Technical fun. Yeah. We're going to tap dance. And, and oh, yeah. Did you? Stall? My mouse isn't working. <laughs> What's your number, Greg? What? What's your number? My favorite number of all time is always 23. It's, it's sacrilegious to take 23 in this city, though, by any team, really. 
I mean, when I was so growing he, up, it was like Steve so Smith. So number 20 would probably, it was always my number that I'd pick. Michael Jordan, uh, Robin Ventura, of course, and then who's uh, Sean Gale was the Bears 23. So I was like 23, which is like the stuff when I was a kid. It was such an awesome number. I never picked it as my own number because, you know, as you said, it's sacrilegious to pick that number. I never picked 35. I think my numbers were 32 and 33 when I was a fullback. I mean, you did pick 23 for your Twitter handle. Huh? Not, not juice. Um, <laughs> not juice, uh, OJ. What? You did pick 23 for your Twitter handle. Yeah, for my Twitter handle because I was done playing. I knew I wasn't going to be the guy anymore. I think I was 23 when I started doing that, so you could see how long ago it was. Not for my Twitter handle, but when I first started doing the Ecknerwall thing, I started picking 23. Can we end the show, Braggs? Yes, sir, you can. Okay, all right. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him at Eckernall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. We will talk to you on Monday. We'll see you then. And big thanks. Huge thanks. I am thankful for Greg Braggs because uh, that was very good. Your Gene Honda impersonation was fantastic, and uh, that was the highlight of the show. So uh, thank you, Greg, for that. We'll talk to you, everyone, on Monday. Goodbye.